0: Here's the thing, I would give anything to read my old fanfiction. That shit was horny and I was 13. Like it was fucking wild. The fact that my parents bought me a desktop computer and I decided they were writing fucking Herman Away smart is a lot.
1: Another episode of To Be Honest. My name is Kara, And my name is Amanda and kara has got a grin on her face like she has something to say. <laughs> no, it's just that we're
0: sitting in opposite positions and it's kind of throwing me off a little is bit. Is it? Yeah, it? I'm is. kind
1: of enjoying like the view. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad someone is. <laughs> How are you this week? I, I'm i kind of exhausted but kind of good.
0: I, I understand, I feel yeah, the same.
1: Yeah, it's like, mm. it's like this weird energy right now where I'm like, you know, if someone asks me how I am, I'm like, I'm doing really well. But? But I just feel a little <laughs> bit tired. Doing really well, but I'm also
0: kind of doing shit. No. <laughs>
1: That's
0: how I feel. That's how you feel? <laughs> yeah, a little bit.
1: Right. Well, today we decided for the episode, we'll like, let's try and have like more of a light-hearted episode, mm. which I feel like we need after the past few weeks. Yeah, there's been
0: a lot going on in the world and in Australia with our lockdowns and everything like that our covid restrictions um obviously we have a lot of australian listeners and i think majority of at least half the country's in lockdown right now aren't they well
1: yeah if you look at the population then yeah yeah it's wild so wild so
0: we've tried to make it a bit more light-hearted so you're not going to be getting any life-changing advice in this episode guys so sorry
1: but hopefully it'll be a nice distraction from the world which sometimes that's exactly what you need completely yeah and it's also
0: bold of me to assume that any advice we give is life changing. But anyway, <laughs> let's move on.
1: <laughs> so first things first, Kara Aridi, and what do you have to be honest about this week? Oh man, this is um, this is uh, this is hard this week for me. Okay, because
0: I was sitting here before thinking, do I want to go like really like introspective and like serious, mm. or do I just want to talk about how much I love? nine perfect strangers the series okay
1: well seeing as i was going to talk about nine perfect strangers <laughs> let's both talk about nine perfect strangers great. and then both say something else okay great i hope you have a backup i do i do of course you have. <laughs> okay nine perfect strangers nine perfect strangers <gasps> we're only three episodes in and i think it's the best show i've ever seen it
0: is a truly remarkable fucking show and like we just said three episodes in i think it's got eight episodes all up yeah we did binge all three in one night and I'm all we mad that there weren't more. And then the next night we went to our friend's house and we were like,
1: let's watch them again.
0: Yeah. And so we've seen them all twice now.
1: Yes. If you are in Australia, you can watch Nine Perfect Strangers on Amazon Prime. This is not a spawn. I wish it was. I First of all, I've been seeing
0: people on Instagram getting sponsored by, I guess, Amazon Prime for Nine Perfect Strangers. I'm like, this is our sponsorship. Where why did we not get asked? Hello,
1: we've been working hard. This is gonna be like our 40th episode at this point. And no like... money, no spawn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no spawn at all. <laughs> no, but like I I love the book. I know that you read a bit of the book as well, but mm. you know, you're not a reader, so you didn't finish it. That's fine. <laughs> That's so fine. Yeah. I actually kind of enjoy that for you because sometimes I do watch shows and I kind of wish I hadn't read the book beforehand. Mm. Especially when it comes to something like this story which is quite like mystery-esque or i guess in a way kind of like thriller but like not that deep
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay so other than nine perfect strangers what do you have to be honest about this okay week?
0: i guess what i have to be honest about is the fact that i need to be more
1: on top of my writing oh she's gone and she's gone and (laughs) dived right in so
0: i guess like another mini recommendation is that i was reading i've started reading atomic habits by james clear Mm -hmm. and i was reading it yesterday and i was kind of just thinking about the fact that i haven't made it a habit to write in quite a while Mm. and he was talking about how habits are basically like the building blocks of our entire lives which obviously is true yeah and how and I think for me because like when it comes to creativity and something like writing as well which is obviously quite heavy to write about if you're writing about personal things and sometimes you just don't feel that inspired to do it Mm. but I kind of think that if you let yourself just wait for the inspiration you're probably never going to write as much as you a want to or b should yeah. if you're a creative person totally so i read that and i was like okay maybe i want to help like hold myself accountable now i'm gonna try and write for at least 10 minutes every day i'm gonna start baby baby steps mm. so i started yesterday i'm planning on doing it after we finish recording so yeah that's where i'm at that's what i have to be honest about i'm like trying to hold myself accountable for the
1: fact that i am my own biggest roadblock when it comes mm. to my writing. well the thing is I've, I've been really learning a bit about habits lately as well and finding it really interesting So I started listening to this podcast and she was talking about habits and things like that and it is so interesting because I think anything even if it's something that you want to do for joy like I can remember like I love swimming in the ocean for example and I can remember wanting to go for a swim like every day mm. this is a couple of years ago after I finish work just because I knew it would feel good and it took me quite a while to get into the habit of doing that because even though I know it feels good there's so many other things in life that come into play that you know can get in the way of you doing things like that so yeah it's great that you're like committing to doing that and creating a habit out of it that's for sure trying to yeah what do you have to be honest about so I have to be honest about the fact that not to get too deep here (laughs) but I, I honestly a lot of the time just feel like I'm not good enough okay well we really we
0: really are going for it yeah
1: and (laughs) I don't know like I it's just this has been something that has been present for me you know pretty much my entire life I put Mm -hmm. a lot of pressure on myself to succeed I put a lot of pressure on myself to be the best friend that I can sister that I can daughter that I can you know be really good at all my work this is how like in my past in nearly every job I've had I've ended up in a management position because I just like can't stop trying to Mm. be better and I'm really realizing how much of a common theme this is in all of my life and I guess yeah that's that's kind of as far as I am with it right now is like recognizing it as something that I really want to work on this feeling of not feeling good enough Mm. um, across you know my entire life basically and figuring out how to uh take this pressure off myself to always be succeeding Mm. um because it definitely plays a part in my work in my friendships my romantic relationships all of this so yeah
0: i think that not feeling good enough is probably one of the most common feelings in the whole world Mm -hmm. which is funny because i feel like when we feel it, like as individuals we kind of don't feel it with the knowledge that oh Probably everyone I meet is also feeling it in a way. Yeah, And I think it's really interesting as well because it manifests so differently. Like for you, it's like basically manifesting and overachieving. Mm. And for a lot of other people, it would manifest in like not really trying because Mm. they feel like they're going to fail and they feel like they're going to be confirmed in the fact that they're not good enough. So they don't try like what's the point kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah, I think that it's probably one of the most universal feelings, which is kind of comforting and kind of depressing yeah I think that'd be a great thing if you to talk about in therapy
1: yeah well I already have begun talking about it in mm. therapy so we love that for me
0: we do love that for you yeah
1: <laughs> anyway should we move on to
0: the first question have we even talked about the fact this is an unprofessional opinions episode I don't think we
1: have no we haven't so this is an unprofessional opinions <laughs> episode if you're new to the podcast we do these episodes about once a month and it's basically where we just sit and we answer questions that you've sent through Sometimes they'll be lighthearted like today and then other times they will be like a deep dive into Mm. some, you know, heavy questions that you have. But regardless, we really enjoy doing them. They seem to be a favorable episode. And if you are interested in ever submitting any questions for these episodes, I highly recommend following us on Instagram at tbh.pod. Our first question is, this is something that I know is on everyone's minds. And this is just like, (laughs) I'm so glad that someone finally asked this question because it needs to be said and it needs to be answered. So, Kara, mm-hmm. what does the R in Kara R. Reedy stand for?
0: Look, great question. I didn't realize it was such a burning question. I'm surprised anyone has ever asked this. If I'm honest, really?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's. I would be curious if I didn't already know. I would be curious. Mm. I mean, it's
0: not that thrilling. The answer is not that exciting. It's actually very boring. It's just my middle initial. So my middle name is Rochelle and the R stands for that. My initials are K-R. So there we go. That's it. That's it. That That's why all my usernames are Kara already. Great. Great.
1: I was going to say the R <laughs> stands for ravishing or.
0: Or really thick ass.
1: Or really ridiculous (laughs) (laughs)
0: thanks (laughs) or really really funny (laughs) or really really hot
1: (laughs) and funny and modest
0: (laughs) or all of the all of the above (laughs) anyway that's what it stands for Rochelle so you can all move on with your lives happy healthy not me
1: if you ever care to ask
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay let's move on to the next question Mm So the next question is simple, mm. but I think it is the million dollar question mm-hmm. in life. So probably not that lighthearted, really.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is the grass always greener? Mm. And my answer to this is that with if you if you're not conscious of it, then yes, if that makes sense. Like if you're not conscious of the fact that you're Comparing your life to other things, mm. it probably is always going to seem greener on the other side.
1: Yes, but whether it's actually greener once you get there, yeah. I love the quote. Look, call me a cliche bitch, but I love the quote. <laughs> I know
0: exactly which quote you're gonna say.
1: All right, I'm gonna count you in. Three, two, one. The grass is always greener where, where you, you water, water it. it. Mm-hmm. It's true.
0: Look, it is true. That's what I mean. Is like it. We can spend our lives like, you know, doing something mm. and then thinking, like, oh, but I wish I was doing this or, like, this person has it better than me or, like, I'm doing this right now and it's okay, but, like, if I was doing this, it'd be better. And a lot of people, myself included, have not spent the time, like, nurturing where we are or, like, really looking at what we can appreciate and what mm. we can enjoy and stuff like that. And so in that respect, the grass seems green on the other side. Yes. But whether it is or not is up to you really
1: yeah and the thing is it's also kind of like subjective and also random as fuck like the thing is that like freeze ex- I always think of the grass is greener in the situations where someone's like in a relationship and they wish they were single and single and wish they're in a relationship not mm-hmm. like wishing they were but like they can see the benefits in being single or being in a relationship yeah. when they're not in that position this is the most common example I can think of and The thing is, is that it's really what you make it, you know what I mean? Like being in a relationship or being single, neither is better than the other. Neither is greener than the other. Well, every situation in life, every person in life has
0: issues, they have flaws, they make mistakes, they have things that they hate, they have things that they really enjoy. Like this is just something that happens. There's no one person who's going to say, yeah, my life is literally perfect. Mm. There's like not one thing that I would change or that I would prefer to do. Mm. Like that's just not realistic. Yeah. So I think if you were to shift your perspective from like I'll be happier if or I'd be happier when kind of thing Mm. to the fact that a lot of people would be really fucking happy with you as you are now, it Mm. kind of changes things.
1: Yeah, totally. I think instead of thinking about – whether the grass is greener on the other side, we should think about how we can fertilize our own grass.
0: Wow, she's a gardener. I am. <laughs> I completely agree though. Completely agree. I I think that when we ignore our own life and our own circumstances and what we want to gain out of it, mm. that's when we'll start to feel the lack more.
1: Yeah, totally. Okay, so Kara Aridi. Or should I say Cara Rochelle Reedy? How do I stop worrying about the future and just enjoy the now? I think if you want to
0: do this like properly, the only only answer is to become like a Buddhist monk (laughs) and like truly reach, what do they call it? Is it Nirvana or I don't even know. I don't know. Like where they just meditate for like 20 hours a day. Mm. Maybe that's the only way. I think that, As like an everyday human, it's natural to think about the future. It's natural to have anxieties about the future and to worry. But I think like a lot of things we talk about, it's about pulling yourself out of those spirals Mm. and kind of like recentering yourself.
1: Yeah, something that I really found beneficial that I've learned over the years is like thinking about the fact that, okay, just say I'm like worried about something that might happen in a year
0: Mm. and I
1: spend my whole year worrying. About whether this thing's going to happen, it's not changing the outcome of whether it's going to happen. It's still, you know, going to happen or not going to happen. You if know it's not I mean? in your control, then if yeah. it's not in your control, yeah. So like sometimes I'll worry about, I don't know, am I going to fall in love again ever <laughs> in my life, for example? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, is me worrying about not falling in love going to hinder? or benefit me falling in love. Like Mm. it's probably, if anything, it's probably going to hinder it, but it's not going to benefit it. That's for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I try and think about it like, okay, worrying is, it's obviously worrying is something that you can't completely control. But if you think about it from that perspective of what is this adding to my life? Is this actually going to change the outcome of what's going on? Most of the time, the answer is no. And I feel like that gives you the perspective to go, okay, I need to, try and work on the actual worrying
0: yeah i completely agree and i also think that when we're worrying it can be it can feel really disempowering because we feel out of control Mm. like you know if you're really anxious about i don't know what you're gonna how you're going going to do on your exam next month and you're just like super anxious about it what am i what if i'm gonna fail what if i'm not gonna do well like things like that Mm. we can forget that we have in, the, in this kind of situation, obviously the one that you just talked about was where we maybe don't have any control really beyond like just putting ourselves out there. Mm. But in a situation where like, you know, you can study or you can really work towards something, you can practice, you can, I don't know, put your effort in a certain direction, yeah. hoping that it would work out in your favor. Like I think when we focus on worrying and we let our mind kind of spiral, it disempowers us and yes. we forget about all those actions that can empower us to overcome what we're worried about
1: yes I completely agree with you and as well as that I think that everyone copes in a different way and the way to like that <laughs> I always have this dream of like just being able to be present like I would just love to be able to just like be fucking present and it's such a hard thing to achieve like I'll find moments of presence when I'm like with my friends and like you know going swimming in the ocean and like things like mm. that right but finding presence in in your day-to-day life i do think can be something that is quite difficult because yeah. as humans we just have so much on our mind so i think something that's really great to do is find things that actually do make you present and Completely. create more presence in your life i've recently started meditating and i'm literally finding it so beneficial because at least it's some time every day where i'm like present yeah you can meditate you can
0: read maybe painting i know, like a lot of like creative outlets are something that Mm. people feel present while doing yes it could even be like going for a walk yes or listening to music even Mm -hmm. like obviously it varies from person to person so Mm -hmm. if you just find what it is that you feel the most calm and mindful during I completely agree I think that would that changes everything yeah okay this next question is an interesting one do you believe in whatever happens happens or do you think that sometimes it's good to keep pushing for something and i have to say why not both
1: i i do agree with why not both why not a bit of both yes i think everything is so circumstantial yes i think i lean towards making shit happen for yourself if it's for yourself and doesn't necessarily involve like relationships you have with other people Mm. but then when it comes to whatever happens happens I think I like to let that guide most of my relationships in a sense you know what I mean yes I
0: think that the first key thing is figuring out whether something's actually in your control or whether it's only like kind of partially but not really in your control relationships is kind of the perfect example and it kind of is exactly what we just spoke about with the last question Mm. where like with a relationship if you're like wanting to like date or fall in love like you can put yourself out there you can try and make yourself you know open to that kind of thing but beyond that there's not heaps you can do you can't force someone to fall in love with you and you can't like you know if you go out looking for someone to fall in love with you might fall in love with the wrong person Mm. like that's not necessarily what you're looking for. Whereas if we're talking about, you know, getting a certain job or like finishing like a great, like a goal, like if you want to write a book or I don't know, like create like a YouTube channel. I'm just using our own examples. Like these are things that you actually have control over. Mm. And I think that's where the like tangible action based things come in.
1: Yes, absolutely. I think that having a healthy balance of both in your life and knowing what things to apply to different things in your life is a really great thing to do and I really like that you brought up YouTube actually because this has sparked you know something in me in the sense that like you know I was working hard at my YouTube channel for years and years before it like actually started gaining momentum and it was something that I was like I wasn't like whatever happens happens I was like this is a goal that I Mm. have to be able to do this for work in Mm. some capacity and that was something that was primarily goal-driven but at the same time there was some amount of control that i didn't have well
0: yeah the whatever happens happens in that scenario is you can't control who clicks on what video yeah fully like you can make a great thumbnail you can make a great video title you can make incredible content but yeah at the end of the day like humans are humans and you can't predict exactly what they're going to do so there still is an element of whatever happens happens to
1: yeah that. absolutely
0: and i think that's the same with anything like the same thing like if you can write a book but like maybe it, you know you can't control how much it sells mm. and that kind of thing
1: yes but you can control what you do and exactly. I think that's important it's even if you if it comes to like friendships and stuff like that mm-hmm. like you can control the way you react to your friendships you can control the way that you nurture your friendships you can control all of these things and that is very much so like you making something happen but at the end of the day if a friend is not compatible with you and they decide they don't want to be friends with you you can't control that and that's when you have to allow that whatever happens happens to Mm -hmm. come in yeah i completely agree i
0: think that at the end of the day you need to focus on what makes you happy and what you're happy with like Mm. when you are you know doing things like what are you content with are you content are you really proud of like the youtube videos you're making or what you're writing or what you're creating or Mm. you know the jobs you're going for and stuff like that and I think that the really important thing is to not dwell on the parts you can't control because I think that's when you really start to, you can start to overexert yourself Mm. and you can start to get like anxiety and like fear around things that really you can't change.
1: Yeah. Okay, I thought this was a really wholesome question and so I simply had to include it. What gets you out of bed every morning? Okay, so for me, Five days a week, it's
0: the fact that um I need money and I have a job. <laughs> <laughs> like whether or not I want to go to work that morning, I fucking need to pay the bills, you know. So like that gets the my alarm gets me out of bed. Right. The thought of coming back home and going to bed gets me out of bed. <laughs> How wholesome is this answer? So wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but if I'm being not a cynical bitch, I would say that. I if I have like a really yummy breakfast planned Mm. gets me out of bed last Mm. week ducky made me baked beans to have throughout the week iconic breakfast Mm. would recommend unfortunately you can't all have them made by Amanda ducks but that's just your problem (laughs) and (laughs) what gets me out of bed is also you maybe like fun things I'm planning with my friends like on Wednesday nights and Thursday nights we generally have dinner with some of our closest friends Mm. that's really exciting for me or if we have like a fun Night planned me and you, like watching Survivor.
1: Kyra's <laughs> like can oh, get me out of I'll bed. move from bed to the couch. Yeah, literally. For Survivor.
0: <laughs> you know, and I think I mean, look, if I'm completely honest, it's probably the bad, a bad week to ask me what gets me out of bed. I've been depressed as fuck this week, so let's not let's not take what I'm saying as gospel. What gets
1: you out of bed? Okay. Well, what gets me out of bed every morning is and I was actually talking to okay, this is going to be like a little a little mini story that's kind of like, I'm kind of tangenting a bit here. Shocked. But yesterday I was going for a walk with my friend and she said something really nice to me about how like my positivity and like my excitement for life is like a really great quality. And like, sometimes I don't think about this because it's I've pretty much been this way for like the past 10 years. Like really, you know, I have a zest for life. Hence <laughs> why I have a lemon tattoo on my back. Zesty. I I got it. Yeah. (laughs) We all got it. Just making sure it landed. (laughs) And this isn't something that I thought about heaps. And then she said this to me and I was like, wow, that's like a really, really nice thing Mm. to say. Like, I really appreciate that so much. And I started to think about it and realize that like, at one point in my life, it was genuinely like really hard for me to get out of bed every morning. I don't mean to be so like, I don't mean to go so fucking deep here, but I, I was at this. I'm all
0: laughing because right now it's hard for me to get out of bed in the morning.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> anyway, continue. So yeah, it used to be really hard and like, I used to be really unmotivated, didn't have heaps in my life that inspired me. And now I'm in this space where I'm like, there's lots of things that inspire me to get out of bed every morning. And like, sometimes I'm absolutely zonked. Sometimes the car leaves for work and I'm still in bed. Wow. It's 7.30 a.m. <laughs> wild anyway my point is things that get me out of bed first of all living on the gold coast oh let's yes. start there that gets me out of bed mm-hmm. because if i'm having a slow morning and i get to go for a walk in the sun like literally it's my favorite way to start the day mm-hmm. love it so much mm-hmm. what else gets me out of bed specifically on a tuesday is that car and i go for breakfast <laughs> <laughs> food <laughs> that is a highlight of the week that is a highlight of the week, honestly. And I feel like in general, I have, I just appreciate waking up every morning and knowing that I have the opportunity to make the day what it is.
0: You're so wholesome. I'm
1: not. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a walking cliche, but, but you kind of are. Yeah, so I kind of. Understand. Yeah, and I just really enjoy. Being alive in general, so that's why. (laughs) rub it in. What's it like? Oh my
0: god! Anything else to add to Um, make me feel even even more sad about my life? (laughs) What gets me out
1: of bed every morning is um having to empty the kitty litter.
0: I can't believe that you've um not mentioned your cats. Well,
1: I've just mentioned them now
0: that you you get out of bed to clean their shit, not to love them.
1: I I obviously get out of bed to love them. Part of being alive is loving my cats, and also and their litter, and also loving my friends and my family and all of that. That all that all comes under the umbrella of I love my life. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. Glad we're on the same page. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. This
0: question's a little bit a little bit sad to think about. Hmm. In a dream world, what are your top three places you'd like to travel to? So for those of you who don't know, because we have a lot of European listeners, mm. which must be nice for you guys. You look happy and healthy.
1: Not, not us. me, if you ever care to ask.
0: <laughs> you guys have countries all around you. Mm. Things we don't
1: have. No. Countries all around us. We just have the
0: ocean. We just have the ocean. We have New Zealand, but even like, it's not. It's,
1: it's quite far away.
0: It's and quite far even away. Tasmania,
1: which is a part of our country, is separated by water
0: exactly mm. so my point is that we in the current world climate not to bring up the the p word or the c word mm. oh, you know, wow. in this light-hearted episode <laughs> yeah. i'm not talking about the word cunt i'm talking about the word "covid." I
1: thought when you said pee as well, I thought you meant penis. Like I didn't think you meant penis, but I was like, is this where we're
0: going? No, not to bring up the pandemic in this lighthearted episode, but Australia isn't really even considering the option of travelling anytime soon.
1: Australia isn't doing good. We're on some new shit.
0: No, we're not on some new shit. That's the the problem. Australia is
1: still in 2020.
0: (laughs) It's – look – It is what it is. We're we're booked in to get our vaccine in a week's time. Love that. Love that for us. Love that for us. So the first plane that we can get on to go overseas, we're on it. Yeah. Where would you go?
1: Oh, okay. So did I read the question out? I think I did. Yeah, you did. That was a tangent and a half. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Okay. So if I had to pick three places to travel, keeping in mind, I haven't, I'm not like an internationally seasoned bitch. Like I've only been to the USA. Wait, have you? Yeah,
0: what do you mean? Have you not been anywhere else? No. Oh, I always forget that you haven't been to like the typical Australian like Bali, Thailand. No, Yeah, haven't. haven't. And honestly not interested. Oh, I, at the risk, I understand. Yeah. I'm just going to leave it at that.
1: Yeah. So if I could pick three places to go, first place would be in New Zealand. Yes. I actually will hope to maybe go this summer. With who? To go visit my friends.
0: Friend. But who will you be going with?
1: Myself. Can I come? (laughs) is this this you saying no to me it's not me saying no it's me saying like maybe yes maybe for half of it because i want to i am planning a trip with my friend who lives there for us to like do a trip together this is why i'm
0: depressed guys because no one ducky doesn't want to hang out with me i've literally hang out with you every day
1: of my life
0: (laughs) anyway i love new zealand
1: yes you love new zealand and you've already been and i'm envious
0: okay i've been but i also almost died so right Kind of not,
1: doesn't count. Doesn't count. Okay, yeah. (laughs) New Zealand. Yeah, okay. I also would like to go to Hawaii. Okay, Hawaii is such a you place to go. And I also would like to go to the Amalfi Coast.
0: That is where I will be going the second we can go to Europe.
1: Slash, I want to also include the south of France. Sorry, there's four. That's fine. I want to have a made in Chelsea goes to the south of France moment. That's what I want. Look, the
0: only good thing about the fact that we're not going to be able to travel for at least the next i'm gonna say year and even that's fucking hopeful mm. the only good thing about that is that we have time to save for these fucking expensive places because i've been to the mafia coast and i you know i did the the not nice accommodation thing because i was a poor uni student mm. it was amazing but next time i'm going i'm going bougie
1: mm.
0: and i think that we've, we've spoken about this before with our friends i think that the second we can go we should yes it's literally the most incredible place and you would love it
1: i think i would be obsessed
0: oh you would be Mm. you would have an absolute fucking field day with the photos you'd get
1: there and the ocean honestly i just want to be in the ocean oh and i want it to be hot uh yeah it's pretty hot yeah okay it can get pretty hot anyway what are the three places that you would go (laughs)
0: okay so i would want to go to this is
1: hard this is like asking her taylor swift top 10 songs again (laughs) so okay i'd love to go to egypt that i was not
0: expecting really i appreciate i think it would be so lit to see the pyramids mm. what the fuck are those how mm. why when whom those are my questions how i think i said how first oh did you yeah oh, sorry. <laughs> what what that's what? the last one yes <laughs> <laughs> i'd love to go to egypt um I understand that even in the best of times in the non pandemic world, that's actually kind of hard to do. Mm. Um, but I'd love to go there one day. Number two. Hmm. Mm. Oh, I don't know because there's so many great places. I think I have to choose somewhere in Europe. Mm-hmm. And I think it's actually funny because now that I live on the Gold Coast, I feel like I, you'd think you might want to, you'd think you might, living on the Gold Coast, you'd think you'd want to go to beachy places less almost because you absolutely not no no, just i'm just thinking of the fact that like i do i love a city love a city Mm. in terms of traveling and like exploring and like i live near some of the most beautiful beaches in the whole world yes so i'm just saying that like some people might think well wouldn't you want to go somewhere else I know you don't get it. I'm not actually asking you to get it, so you don't have to look at me like that. I just need
1: to say something that's really like this. Sorry, this is another tangent, but I just simply have to say it. Look, at this point, it's just a tangent episode. It is just a tangent (laughs) episode. But here's the thing. Okay, when I was young, I lived... Relatively. not say you
0: lived near a beach because it's not a beach. No, okay, but I
1: lived in. It's it's not. A, it wasn't a nice beach, but it technically was a beach, it right? Is, it, Melbourne has some of the most pathetic beaches ever. Yes, well, it does, but it also has some of the most beautiful. Hello, Great Ocean Road. Well, yeah, Victoria has mm. some of the
0: most beautiful. Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, my point is I lived near the water, yeah, right? right? And then whenever my parents took me on a holiday, mm. it was near the water. We mm-hmm. always went on beach holidays. And then when I got older and met people and they said, I live an hour from the beach, I was like, what? Doesn't everyone live near the beach? Like, isn't that like the point that we all live near the coast? And then- <laughs> I Just started... privileged Australian things. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But then I started to understand like, as I learned geography as I oh went through God. school I was like wait literally like this is just like what I've grown up with and what I'm so used to but people live in countries that are surrounded by land
0: oh can you believe I'd actually be very interested to know of our listeners because like I said we have a lot of listeners in Europe and we have a lot of listeners in the US mm. and a lot obviously like those countries have beaches obviously we're yeah. not that oblivious to the world (laughs) but there are people who live in those countries who sometimes haven't gone to the beach or at least like you know don't see it often Mm. i'd actually be really interested to know how many of our followers kind of like regularly get to go to the beach maybe we'll put that question up after this episode okay good idea there's no shame in it let's just let's just be absolutely clear absolutely not we understand that living in australia is like a unique beautiful experience Mm -hmm. and that there's obviously beautiful beautiful parts of other countries that might not actually have beaches yes oh 100 but i'm just very intrigued because it's a completely different way of life than we can even fathom yeah anyway let's go back to my countries i've yes. only really said one so far and that was egypt okay i don't know why i was so eager to go back to this question because i just can't think of the other two <laughs> okay i'm gonna say greece oh and that's because i didn't go there so i definitely want to go back to the amalfi coast mm. and to italy in general but i've already been there so i feel like i should probably choose places i haven't been Mm -hmm. so greece and i think i'm gonna say something that you are absolutely not gonna in any capacity relate to Mm. and that is tokyo oh yeah i really can't relate because i just think it looks incredible Mm. just incredible i'd also love to go to dubai and monaco as my little add-ons.
1: love that yeah look i appreciate how vastly different we are yes
0: i I think that's beautiful i
1: think that's what makes
0: us us that's cute
1: huh (laughs) okay it's my go isn't it Mm -hmm. okay this was a really random question but i just decided to throw it in here because why not Mm -hmm. and the question is do we have any international friends and did they find it difficult to move to or live in australia legally
0: i love the addition of the word legally to this question it's in brackets yeah like i'm kind of thinking like do I know anyone who's moved here illegally? I actually do now that I'm thinking about it. Oh. I'm obviously not going to add them on the
1: podcast. <laughs> so I feel like, can I, can I take it away? Yeah, take it away. So I do have international friends, many. Yeah. And the Gold Coast
0: is full of people from all around the world. Yes.
1: It's a very, very popular place to move mm. and it's really, really great the amount of people who move here yeah. and how many Diverse people there are Mm. on the Gold Coast. Love it. Is it difficult to move here? Permanently, yes, I would say. Temporarily, I think it depends on what country you're coming from. But temporarily, no. It just costs a lot of money from what I understand. Because there are like different visas that you can do. You can do like working holiday visas, tourist visas, student visas. But then if you're a student, your schooling is expensive. so expensive. Which... I think we should probably
0: note that in Australia, we, if you're an Australian citizen, you usually get loan help Mm -hmm. through your schooling, like university. So that's why it seems super expensive to us to pay like tens of thousands of dollars potentially to go to school or even just thousands. Mm -hmm. That might feel more common in other countries. Yes. But to us it's very expensive. Compared to the fact that, you know, if you went to school here, you would probably be sitting with a classroom people who don't have to start paying off
1: their debt. Yeah. Yeah. So I think definitely in that sense it can be quite difficult. As well as that I'm pretty sure on working holiday visas in Australia you can only work twenty hours a week.
0: Yeah, I think it's something like that. And
1: so that's like can be quite hard to sustain a life. Yes. In Australia. On only 20 hours a week, especially if you're working in like hospitality or retail or like an entry level position, Mm -hmm. that can be really difficult. So it's definitely doable. The easiest way to stay in Australia is to marry an Australian. Yes. That's pretty much it. Or to get a job that sponsors you to stay here.
0: Yeah. Mm. Those are the two main ways. Yeah. We do know a lot of people who have come over here and they've kind of like filled, there's some roles in Australia. I think this is similar to most countries, but there's like a certain list of job roles Mm. that australia is like we need these and so if you are in those i think like chefs and stuff like that have been on in the past so we know like a few chefs that have come over here and they've gotten sponsored or they've gotten visas based on that Mm. um yeah i mean i think we're kind of like the wrong people to ask about how hard it is because Mm. obviously we haven't had to move here yeah but i think everyone i know who who has moved here from overseas has like i wouldn't really want to move back like they just love it here so much
1: yeah it's definitely a great place to live I have had friends who have lived here though from other countries and have ended up having to go home just because like their healthcare was like so expensive Mm. and it was really hard to get a visa and like not have to fork out like thousands of dollars a month so yeah I guess some of the things that can make Australia one
0: of the most livable kind of countries is the fact that we have like highly subsidized if not free healthcare, Mm. or we have you know government support if we lose our jobs and things like that and those that's not available to international people Mm. most the majority of the time yeah so i guess in that way like it would be really hard to move here and really enjoy like the quote-unquote australian way of life yeah to the extent that australians do because you aren't eligible for those things Mm. okay so this next one it's very interesting to me that you put it in because I just don't think that you're going to have an answer. <laughs> have you read any good books lately?
1: No, because I haven't read a book in about six months. Here's Cara, the thing, take it away.
0: I want to say one thing. Yeah. I bought you a book. Okay. Recently. I literally
1: was thinking about this today and I had completely forgotten that we'd put this on the episode list for today. I was literally <laughs> thinking about it and I was like, wow, I can't wait for tomorrow when I get to start reading that book. for for tomorrow yes so i was thinking that today okay so why tomorrow because tomorrow i have
0: time oh okay right yeah because you're like you don't want to read before bed right no i
1: mean i watch asmr before bed and that's like my bedtime i like to like read in the sun that's like yes. a, that's reading amazing. in the sun
0: is it's lit.
1: Yeah. Anyway, I don't really read or enjoy reading heaps. I try and get into it, but I haven't read a book in a really long time. So Kara, this is your question. <laughs> like I mentioned answer. the start of the episode, you read half of nine perfect strangers and that's it. Look, I'm really sorry, but I just got a bit bored.
0: Look, I'm not offended. I just think you're wrong.
1: No worries. I have
0: some recommendations oh. for a
1: change.
0: <laughs> so I'm going to recommend books iconic books by the same author in the same universe if you will oh but not like a series if that makes sense mm-hmm. so they're super popular this is not like any like groundbreaking information for me so most people have probably heard of them in some way or another so there's an author called D- taylor jenkins Reid. that's the you got you got a book for me yes Malibu rising yes that's one of the ones i'm going to recommend oh okay sorry so she has three books well she has more than three books but the three books that i have read and loved are Malibu rising daisy jones and the six and the seven husbands of evelyn hugo and to my understanding, they kind of go through like each one set in like a different decade, like the 70s, the 80s, the 90s kind of thing. And they're in the same universe, the same world mm. where like she might mention a character from another book just briefly, but they're all completely separate stories. And they are so good. Malibu Rising, I think is my favorite, Oh, which is why I bought it for you. Thank I you. think you'd really love it. They're being turned into movies or TV shows, I think. Mm. So I'm super excited for that um they're really like they're quite light while also being like i don't know like quite insightful all the time and like just super super interesting and i think they do a really good job she, like she does a really great job of writing like really diverse and like interesting characters that are well-rounded especially women which mm. i really enjoy so i definitely would recommend those three books
1: wow thanks Tom. <laughs> <laughs> okay so kara ah really if you had to choose <laughs> a different name for yourself what would it be
0: this is a this is an interesting question i
1: know right when i saw it i was like this is so interesting and it was really making me think
0: because mm, it's like do i choose a name that i just like or do i feel like is it is it something that i feel i think it's
1: something that you feel because the first name that came to mind was like the name of what i want to call my first daughter one day and i was like no okay what's that no i'm not i'm not saying it why because it's private
0: are you gonna tell me after the podcast yeah okay cool I think that I maybe am a Holly.
1: Oh, with an IE or a Y?
0: Absolutely not an IE. No offence to anyone listening with an IE. Like, I love you, but it's with a Y.
1: Holly with a Y. Yeah. Right. I think that I would be Matilda or Tilly for short. Cute. That, that was, was my favourite Home and Away character. Wait, Tilly. Who was Tilly? No, Matilda. Oh, Matilda. Oh, my God. Was that... Um, 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 She was with Lucas. She was with Reese Wakefield. Yes. Her... And him, Matilda oh. and Lucas,
0: were what my Home and Away fan fiction was about. Really? Yes.
1: Did you ever write fan fiction about Jack and Martha? No.
0: I read it. Here's the thing. I would give anything to read my old fan fiction. That shit was horny and I was 13. <laughs> like, it was fucking wild. The fact that my parents bought me a desktop computer and I just sat there writing fucking Home and Away smart is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I I can see you as a Matilda Tilly.
1: Matilda and Holly. Hello, My
0: children Holly. I will say, do you know what your parents or what your mum kind of had in mind for you name wise? If you were like maybe a boy, or if they had other names for you besides Amanda.
1: I I was either Amanda or if I was born male, I was gonna be Matt. <laughs> Amanda and Matt have the same energy. They do. <laughs> they do. Anyway, what about you? I was
0: gonna be Victoria, <laughs> Vicky. Oh. <laughs> I'm not a Vicky, but I also was going to, my middle name was going to be my first name, Rochelle. Oh, but then I can see that. My mum had some beef with another, like a one of her friends who I guess stole her name. Um, <laughs> bit scandalous because that she had her kid, um, like I think like six months before I was born and my mum was fucking off it. Look, not mad about Kara with a K. No. That's all I'm going to say. No. Okay. So the next question is, What's your best Tinder dating advice? <sighs>
1: it's,
0: it's, the, it's the slow breathing and a sigh for me. I think my first piece of advice would be to... I don't even fucking know, actually. I was okay. going to say go on Tinder. I don't even know if I'd recommend <laughs> that.
1: <laughs> my, my best advice when going on Tinder is know what you want from Tinder before going into it. Even if it's that, you're open to anything yes know what you want yes know what you want and don't settle for things that you don't want because trust me there's going to be a lot of what you don't want on tinder yes oh, that's is, just a, a lot fact. of there's a lot of a lot on there's, tinder. there's a lot of a lot and that's fine that's fine it's fine it's fine everyone deserves love i've met two great guys on tinder in the past oh my god good for you i look I happy and relate. healthy not me <laughs> We need to stop. We need to stop. It's getting old. (laughs) It is getting old. But I think that's probably my best piece of advice is know what you're looking for and don't like, just because it's Tinder, don't feel like you have to like give everyone a chance. Like know what you want and know Mm. what you're looking for and go for it. And accept the fact that people aren't going to reply to you sometimes and it's got nothing to do with you. People are going to unmatch you and it has nothing to do with you and People aren't going to match with you. Like, they're not going to swipe you right after you swipe them right. Yeah. And it's got nothing to do with you. Yeah. You really need to be in the space of, I'm not going to take things personally when I join Tinder. Yes. I also think that it's important to go into it being
0: like, I'm going to message first.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I am all for, like, I know that a lot of women are like worried or scared of messaging first kind of thing. Yeah. Um. I'm not saying that you always have to. I'm just saying like, you know, try and, you know, say something if you feel like saying something. Yes. Because I think we've talked about this before. Everyone on the opposite side is kind of still feeling a bit nervous, still feeling a bit doubtful, maybe a bit insecure. Mm. So I think that if you have something to say, say it and be honest about what you want with the other person as well, I think.
1: Yeah. Anything else to add? Tinder queen? No, not really. I haven't been on Tinder in a really long time, so I feel like I'm, I'm... An ancient Tinder user at this point. <laughs> okay, so Kara, would you ever be real friends with a fan of the podcast? I mean, our friends are fans of the podcast, mm-hmm. so yes.
0: But also, like, I don't see why not. Like, as long as if I met someone and, like, I got along with them and, like, they were just cool people. Yeah. Who happened to like the podcast. Yeah. I don't see why I wouldn't be friends with them. Yeah,
1: I put this question in because I found it a really interesting question. Mm. I was like, I was really intrigued by it. And the reason I was really intrigued by it is because like, I mean, I've met most of my friends through like social media in some capacity. And like some of my friends I've met because like they've messaged me on Instagram or commented on my YouTube video or something like that. And like have turned into some of my best friends ever. Mm -hmm. And so- I don't know for me I just found I just found the question really interesting and I think that friendship is about so many things to do with like compatibility and stuff like that yeah and so it's definitely not like you would never be friends with someone just because they already have a preconceived idea of who you are yeah completely yeah so that's the most straightforward answer yet.
0: yeah (laughs) okay our last question And honestly, this is kind of hard for me to even remember, like where to begin with this one. Uh How are your New Year's intentions going? Mm,
1: I thought this was a beautiful way to end the episode. Yep. (laughs) Um, First of all, I feel like we should uh, maybe touch on Kara and her dating. Yeah. Yeah. What did I say? Well, (laughs) well, you uh, you said you were going to go on five dates okay for the year okay and we're gonna make an episode about it so do the dates that i planned but then i got ghosted from count no why not because you didn't go on five dates like you didn't you have to go on five dates not plan five dates. are you victim
0: shaming me for getting ghosted
1: i'm absolutely not victim shaming (laughs) shaming you absolutely not
0: (laughs) okay i accept the fact that i've been on no dates but i do just want to make it clear that if i had have not been ghosted twice it would have been two out of five at this point maybe more right maybe they would love my life they definitely weren't so that one is that one's a no and what was my other one no
1: no but how are you feeling about you dating? know dating um kind of the same how i've always been feeling <laughs> okay which
0: is indifferent unmotivated unimpressed
1: okay and do we think that the new year's intention might happen
0: by the end of the year i mean it's the end of august so i've got what Three months left, four months left. That's oh, that's a, that's more than a date a month. That's a lot.
1: That's not that much. <laughs> that's not that much. Feels like a lot in my mind. I think that I think that this might be a good opportunity for you to go. Mmm, I'm gonna dip my toes back into the <laughs> dating pool. Look, I'll consider it. I'll give it some thought. I'm really throwing this at you on the podcast. Like I have not talked to you about this off the podcast at all. But I think this is, I think that this would be a good thing. Coming back to new Year's intentions and seeing things that you want to, you know, do. And, you know, I think that it would be great. I'm just like, why not wait till next year and start again? Because there is no time like the present and life is a beautiful gift that is to be enjoyed and lived and shared with others. Okay. Okay. What
0: mm-hmm. were well, my other New Year's intentions? Or uh, did you only come here to attack me about the
1: dating? I anymore? only came here to attack <laughs> you about
0: that. Okay, great. I mean, I'm not surprised. So how are you going with yours?
1: I don't really remember what my New why Year's intentions we, why were. Why did we
0: put this in when we can't remember
1: our intentions? I'm pretty sure my New Year's intentions were to potentially start dating again. Which I did and then um, got dumped. So now I'm back to being single, which is totally fine. But at least I gave it a crack. Yeah, you think you're better than me? I don't think I'm better than you in any capacity, actually. (laughs) I think I also was, I said I was going to read a book a month. (laughs) so
0: that's not going very well i'm glad you're failing at something like i am yes not to sound like a bitter bitch but i am glad
1: about it i'm failing at that i said i was going to release my ebook that was a new year's intention which you still are planning to do which i'm still planning to do and i'm actually doing a test shoot in a week and a half Mm -hmm. with a photographer really excited about that yeah and yeah i can't really remember what heaps of my other news intentions were but i feel like overall this year as a whole like let's talk about this year and like how we're feeling about the year so far like it's been obviously a bit of a roller coaster of a year with the P and the C word, but <laughs> I think overall I'm feeling really positive about this year, feeling positive about my personal growth, feeling positive about my work and how my career is going, feeling positive about how connected I feel to my friends and my family, and overall just enjoying the experiences that life has to offer me this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you? <laughs> Look.
0: I don't know if this is a question to ask me right now. Okay. In this point in my life. In this point in my week. Okay. okay. At this point in my cycle of antidepressant taking. Uh-huh. So I'm going to say that I'm looking forward to seeing where the rest of the year takes me.
1: That's a really beautiful thing to say. Thanks.
0: I've, I really tried with that one.
1: I'm, I'm really glad. <laughs> I appreciate
0: the positive energy. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> one of us has to bring it. <laughs> are you serious i'm kidding (laughs) obviously you bring positive energy i think that's a really beautiful way to end the episode
1: couldn't have said it better myself doll as always a big thank you to everyone who got this far in the episode who listens to us and supports us we really appreciate it so very much if you are new to the podcast welcome and thank you for listening we have So many other episodes, actually 39 other episodes to be exact. Some of them are absolute bangers. So make sure you go back and have a few listens. Also, if you haven't joined our Facebook community yet, please do so. You can find us on Facebook, To Be Honest, the community. And yeah, that would be fabulous.
0: And as always, you can find us on Instagram at tbh.pod. That's where we will post questions every week and you'll get a chance to ask us your own questions for unprofessional opinions, so make sure you follow us there. You can follow me on Instagram at cara r Reedy, and now you know what the R stands for. <laughs> and you can follow my lovely co-host Amanda
1: at Amanda Ducks. Fabulous. Thanks so much for that, honey. Look, you're, you're so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you have a really, really amazing week. Hope you are staying safe and well. Make sure to try and do something this week that makes you feel present and grounded. Take that time for yourself. And we look forward to being in your ears next Friday morning.
0: Wow, a little piece of advice before the end of the episode. We
1: love that. We love that. Have a
0: great week, guys. Have a great week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>